Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 14, Gunatraya Vibhag Yoga, Yoga of Three Gunas. So we have seen so far that these three gunas are born out of Prakriti. They are actually the nature of Prakriti. The nature gets it from Maya. As Vedanta says, and Bhagavan Sankratato both says, Tri Gunatmika Maya. This Maya has three gunas. And what is Maya? Yama Sa Maya. That which is not but appears to be that is Maya. So this Maya which creates this illusion that this world is real, creates by these three qualities which bind our mind. How do we see hologram? The question is, is the hologram real? The hologram has its own reality. However, it is not what it appears to be. If I see a hologram of a woman, hologram is real, but the woman is not. So from that perspective, is this Prakriti real? Prakriti is very real, but it is not what it appears to be. We have all learnt in physics by this time that the atom which appears to be solid has no real solid matter in it whatsoever. But it is very real from my perspective. Because it is a relative reality. So Bhagavan says in this chapter that all the beings which are born in this world are basically are born from the womb of Mother Nature, Prakriti. And I, this consciousness, I, the Self, Supreme Self, Purusha, is the seed-giving Father. The entire Prakriti, an entire creation that we know, is born out of the same entity. The self, the purusha is the father, and the prakriti, the nature, as we know, is the mother. This prakriti has three gunas, which bind the purusha into the prakriti. This union between the prakriti and purusha happens because of three gunas in the prakriti. And when that occurs, a being is born, an ego is conditioned, consciousness is conditioned, as we have seen in this analogy, a room space. When a building is built, it binds the space into it and the association creates a room space. The same way Bhagavan said, Purusha come in contact with the Prakriti, a conditioned ego is born. Three gunas we have seen is Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Classic classification we have heard over and over again. Sattva is the nature of purity, light, knowledge, illumination, Rajas, activity, passion, attachment, and tamas, ignorance, inertia. And then we have seen each one how it binds this consciousness, which is pure and pristine in its nature. Once comes in association with the prakriti, it binds itself to the prakriti and creates a new conditioned being. So the verse 9, 10, and 11 gives us this relationship. Sattva binds you to happiness, this embodied one, this consciousness which it feels like embodied in myself. 
is bound by the nature of this field. And we have seen this field. Idam sariram kshetram iti abhidhiyate. This body is the field. This field with having its three qualities bind the consciousness in me by its quality of sattva to happiness. Something happens, I figure it out, I come to know, I enjoy that experience, binds that. Rajas to the activity, the passion, attachment creates desires, creates activity. And more I do it, more I achieve it, more I get bound. More and more I do stuff. I think, as I give an example, when I left India, I had a very clear goal. If I make 100,000 rupees, I'll be back to India and start practicing architecture there in Ahmedabad. I made 100,000 rupees long, 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 long time ago. And I'm still outside India. Rajas binds you to activity. More we do, more I want to do it. So, And then tamas, ignorance, inertia. All three are absolutely necessary for this prakriti to exist. Just as whatever the ingredients of the hologram, which binds hologram into a form, which I perceive, has to have it. So the next three verses say Sattvam Sukhe Sanjayati Rajaha Karmani Bharata Gnanam Avrutyatu Tamaha Pramade Sanjayatyutaha. Summary of what we already seen. Sattvam Sukhe Sanjayati to the happiness and the pleasure. Rajaha to Karmani, Rajas to actions and this knowledge about the self. The very fact I call myself but I'm not aware of it. I can't define it. As we have seen this example, everything I use to define myself turns out to something which is related to myself, but not me. My name, my relationship, my profession, my achievements, my losses, whatever that is, but it's not me. What is it that does not let me figure out who I am? Tamas. Gnanam avritya tu tamaha pramade sanjayatyutaha by pramada, heedlessness. My self tells me who I am, but this pramada, heedlessness, no, it cannot be. As Swamiji used to say, I come here every year, because when Swamiji was alive, I used to come every year to the United States and do yagna. Some of us were standard devotees, were always there. He said, I'm glad that you guys are not listening to me. I come here, give you my knowledge, and at the last day, gather it and go back. So that way, you keep me in business because otherwise once you understood you have no need for me this tamas even though we hear even though we understand even though conscience tells us this should be right but I don't think so because not everybody else is doing it so we get deluded by that tamas so So here is how he says that pure consciousness is bound into the prakriti so now Further analysis of how these three gunas work. These three gunas are inherent in all the prakriti. Tamas is not a negative quality of prakriti. It is the very essential nature of prakriti. For an atom to remain in solid state, for me to recognize the atom, atom has to have certain inertia in it. For me to see it as an atom. If I can start seeing it as electron and proton and neutron, the world will disappear. Because there is no solid matter around. So the inertia, the tamas is the essential quality of prakriti. So is the rajas and so is the sattva. Because we have tendency to classify with the higher, lower and middle. So we say, well, this is higher, this is lower. 
for prakriti there is nothing like that but what is really right is the right balance how does a one particular quality of this maya binds me rajas tamah cha abhibhuyam satvam bhavati bharata one may be predominant at any given time and the other two will be subsidiary in how we recognize thing or being what it is what is the predominant quality well yesterday sanjan said does the well normally is a very nice guy but i don't know what happened to him yesterday you know there was normally he has this predominance of being nice once in a while not being nice predominates that any gunas obviously can have predominance over the other when sattva predominates rajas and tamas then the experience of sattva happens right now i want to understand something i focus on it i close all my activity down then the knowledge takes place and say the sattva is predominating everything is now clear to me raja sattvam tamaschayva tamah sattvam rajas tatha each one when it predominates the other then that quality becomes more apparent we may have any dish and if there is more salt will say it is salty dish there may be a little sugar in it all other thing but what is predominating we call that it's a salty it's a sweet even the sweet has lot of other ingredients and other taste in it at times sattva predominates at times rajas and at times tamas in all beings at least at the human beings our mind associating with the prakriti whatever they call it is attached most that's what i'll say all of us go to downtown richmond and we come back and we describe all of us will have different description so somebody like me will say you know the buildings are like this and each one will come back with a different impression because it is my mind associating with it my mind experiencing this world of objects whatever the qualities i pick up is what my mind predominate there are times when i will be dominated with sattva there are times of rajas there are times of tamas but other two at that time are existing but in a subsidiary role and the next verses gives you an experience of what happens and when should i see that i am under the influence of sattva sarva dwareshu dehe asmin prakash upajayate if there is light coming out of all the gates of my body the navadware pure dehi body the nine gates from all the gates and this basically we are talking about this sense perception our gnanendriyah senses of perception pancha gnanendriyas out of all this five gnanendriyah when there is a light of knowledge emitting then i should know that gnanam yada tada vidya vibruddham satvam iti uta i'm seeing clearly what it is i'm hearing clearly i'm tasting right things all that when i'm having experience of knowledge experience of light then it is indeed the experience of sattva then it may be known that sattva is predominant there are times we are very clear about everything there is no confusion in our mind there is no strong passion or desire to do but to know this is fairly logical and we all have experienced that somebody says when neil i waved at you so many times when i was passing by he said you have looked at me but then acknowledged that i am there 
So I felt bad. I, said, oh, I didn't see you. I looked at him, but this eye was not having any experience of knowledge. It's not seeing it. In other words, that the mind wasn't there, and there was nowhere to acknowledge what I'm seeing. We all spouses know. You know. Mina will get mad, you know. And say, I, I, I don't like the insult. I said, what insult? He said, I'd been telling you for the last about two minutes, and you're not paying attention. No, no, I was paying attention, but I was doing something, you know. It happens to me almost three or four times a week, so. Because my mind is somewhere else. She's continuing to telling me what happened. And then after about two minutes, she realizes that I don't think he listens to anything that I say. No knowledge is taking place. So that's not sattva. That's obviously is my passion for something is taking my mind away. And it is so important for my mind to be there in everything. Once in a while I miss the verses which I turn. You know why? Because within that fraction of a second, my mind goes someplace else while I'm chanting. Desperately seeking which verse I was chanting. But each verse ends with Guruve Namaha. Was on a second verse I was Guruve Namaha or third verse on Guruve Namaha? I know. So, because a fraction of a second, your mind lost it, the connection with it. If that happens, this is not the sattva which is chanting. It is rajas predominated. Because something about something took over. Lobaha pravrutyarambha. Now this is a pretty Indian concept because it's very difficult for any Westerner to understand. Pravrutyarambha. If something I want to start, it's not sattva. Karmanam asamah spruha rajasyetani jayante vivruddhai bharatasava. If this is happening, in the beginning, Bhagavan said, I'm going to give you this knowledge which is so profound. Having known that, you will get rid of all your bondage and liberate yourself. Here is what he's telling us. He's saying, how to diagnose yourself, what your situation is. Otherwise, my mind constantly tells me, Neil is a very nice guy. He always says, I'm a very sattvic person. But he says, you have to do self-diagnosis. You have to do it this way. First one, he says, if there is knowledge coming out of all the gates, it didn't say only one gate or the other. All the gate. When I'm watching TV and Meena telling me something, my eyes are obviously having all the knowledge, but the ear, not listening. So it's if all the gate when the knowledge is shining through. That means I'm, I'm hearing correctly, I'm seeing correctly, I'm tasting correctly. Everything is clear. No confusion, it's sattva. When I'm completely attached to something and I ignore everything else around that. My standard example of dynamic man of action. And what did he do? Well, he completely ignored his family. All of these great artists, if you read their biography, you'll find that they were great people only in their one field. The rest was, they were zero. Frank Lloyd Wright I don't know how many of you, if you may not be an architect, but if you are an Ayn Rand fan, you read Fountainhead. He was a, not a nice guy, but a brilliant genius architect. When that happens, it is rajas, not sattva. Loba, greed, I want to get as much as I can. Pravrutyarambha, constantly I should do this and also I should do this. Let me start this and 
halfway saint, let me also do the Pravrutyarama. Karmanam Ashamaha. Restlessness. I don't know why this half an hour or hour we are wasting here. We can be productive outside some. Telling you honestly, I grew up in a Brahmin family. I have all these relatives who are Brahmins and some of them are obviously doing the Jajman Vritti as we call it. And I have taken a vow with a child. I will have nothing to do with this religious thing. So, because this is a complete waste of time and this is what brings my country down. If these people, instead of this puja and all that, if they were engaged in something, an intellectual pursuit of gaining something, my country would be somewhere else. And here I am doing exactly what I vowed not to do. Karmanam asamaha, restlessness. We can't sit down and say, let's think about it for a while. I say, no, no, let's go and do it. Pruha, that desire. Rajasya etani jayante, born out of rajas. When rajas is predominating, this kind of outward expression, you will say of our own mind. This is for us not to judge others because we are very good at saying he is tamasek, he is rajasek and he is sattvay. We have complete label for others. It's for me to judge. And Swamiji gives a good example that, you know, artist sitting at the pond and then if the guy is going by and saying he is an idiot, you know, not doing anything you know, right now. But then he found out he was the great thinker and he was figuring out great invention. I to label somebody with tamas or sattva is very difficult. It's only I can judge my own mind. Because when I think I'm in a sattva, my wife thinks I'm in tamas. And there's a very little difference from outwardly between sattva and tamas. So, the drajas is quite obvious. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo